Café Sofé is an unscripted interview podcast featuring a guest from the LGBT plus community in Scotland. This episode was recorded under COVID-19 restrictions. If you would like to be part of the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Or if you would like to be a guest, please contact Sofé underscore Queen on Instagram. That's at S-O-O-F-A-E underscore Queen on Instagram. Please enjoy this episode, and remember, we are not funny, we are not comedians, we just sometimes make each other laugh. Oh, hello there! Hi! Welcome to Café Sofé. I'm your waitress today, Sofé Sophiers. What can I get for you? It's your name that's above the door. Oh no, that's purely coincidence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's. I actually changed my name to get this job. It's really hard in the current market to, you know. Do you know that's so, a know. good plan? Good plan. Aim big. Just change your name to the the name of the company you want to work for. Ten different people called Apple. Yeah. So what can I get for you today? Okay. Well, I'm going to just be a bit strange because I'm in a coffee shop and I don't drink coffee. So can I have a hot chocolate, please? I'm sorry. What? I would like a hot chocolate. Maybe you understand it more if I said a hot chocolate. Oh, okay, a hot chocolate. Okay, that's fine. And can I get your name for the cup? My name is Alana Duvet. Okay, Lainey Duffet. Got it. No, is no, that no. Duffet with an E or an I? Uh, um, a Y. Um, it's Duvet. Okay, so. D-O-Y-V-E-T? Um, maybe. Well, this is a Sharpie, so I'm sorry, but your name, your name is Lainey Dovett now. Lainey Dovett, okay. Lainey Dovett, yeah. Well, at okay. least I guess the, I guess the duvet part's now spelt right, if it's got a T. <laughs> so, uh, what brings you to this part of town? I was told that, um... This little store in this little part of town is a good place to get a good wee chinwag from... A chinwag? Yeah, so I thought, do you know what? Not doing much. Could do with a wee bit of company and a little natter in these covid times, socially distanced. So I thought, why not? I'll go in. Maybe make a new wee friend. Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Well, I actually do do this thing. I don't, I don't know if you're interested in it, but like... Every so often we get someone who's, you know, really, really talkative. Like, you just know those people who walk in and have conversations with the service staff and you're like, oh my god. I don't know who you could possibly be talking about or who you could be referring to. (laughs) Yeah, there was some person called Marnie in here last week. It was really weird. Anyway, but I do this thing with them called Expresso Yourself. So I'll basically just ask you some quick, short questions about yourself and... We'll get to know you a bit, little bit better. Ooh, well, this sounds fun. Let's do it. Okay. So, whereabouts are you from? Usually seen in or in Glasgow, but I'm actually from East Kilbride, which is, for those who don't know Scotland very well, um, it's just a, a kind of little town just outside of Glasgow, 25 to 30 minutes away in the car. Hmm, okay. And what are you known for doing in East Kilbride? Nothing. <laughs> Well, no, well, to be fair, actually, um, I say that. I used to do a lot of um, theatre stuff here in East Kilbride, so I guess there may be some people that might know me from that, but it was, it was quite a lot, quite a while ago now. Um, back when I was in my 20s. I don't want to say what age I am now. <laughs> oh, so are you one of those, you know, thespians? I am one of those thespians. <laughs> Both Alana and Sophie are doing the limp wrist hand gesture to indicate yayness, despite the fact this is an audio format. So what are you most known for doing then? Um, well, I used to do a lot of plays, so, well, not musicals or anything like that. The, the group that I was in didn't do anything like that. Like that. The closest thing we did to musicals um, was usually panto, but they did do one or two now and then they would try and experiment. The only one that I was that I ever went for and got a part in was um, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> so that that was that was fun. I played hero in that, um, which was quite cool. He was like the kind of young sort of male 
protagonist called yeah, Hero. Yeah. Wow, that's some <laughs> very literal writing there. Totally. But um, most of the time, though, it was always at, like just like proper plays, um, either comedies or dramas, and pantomime at the end of the year. Hmm, okay. So this part I got was probably um, in a play called Butterflies Are Free. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. No, um, I keep all of my butterflies in jars locked in a cabinet, <laughs> so I, I'm not really interested in that sort of thing, you know? Don't get me wrong, I'm a vegan, but I also punch animals. Just <laughs> for fun. There was a film made of it too, it's quite, it quite old uh, now, but um, I played a blind man living in New York. <laughs> it was all kind of set like in my apartment. Um, it was, and it was are cute. you blind? I'm not. Acting. And do you live in New York? <laughs> and I don't live in New York. It's wow. me acting. <laughs> wow. So you're lying to the public. That's impressive. You see that acting is the grandest lie. <laughs> I thought that was politics. Slightly <laughs> less grand. So what's something that everyone knows about you? Um, Something everyone knows about me? Apart from the fact that I love to act, um, is probably... That I do drag as well. Okay. Um, I am a drag queen based in Glasgow. <laughs> mm. And what's something you want people to know about you Ooh. that they maybe don't know? That's a good question. Um, Thank you. I thought of it myself. Well done. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah. I may just be a barista, but I actually do have a doctorate. Um, it's in chatting. Oh, chat doctor. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also. Um, you might know me by my professional name. Um, Web MD. <laughs> I do recognize that name. <laughs> I enjoy singing, but I'm very um, self-conscious about it. <laughs> so I tend to not do it often. But it's one of. It's probably my biggest passion in life, and what I always wanted to do and dreamed of doing. Um, as a little tiny boy, um, but um, I get so nervous about it, I get so self-conscious about it, so I don't do it often. Um, I have to be feeling very confident before I'll before I'll do it in public or very drunk, one or the other. Mm. <laughs> and now that it's out there, now I'll have to do it. I have to do it more because it's now out there in the public domain. <laughs> yeah, all the people eavesdropping in our conversation right now are probably wanting to hear you sing. That is just sort of what happened. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me, Karen. Yeah, Karen actually has two glassy eyes, so you're you're being a bit rude there. She's not staring, it's just it's just her face. Oh, sorry, Karen. It's okay, she's deaf too. Oh, that's fine then. Fuck you, Karen. So what's something you're very proud of doing? Something I'm very proud of. Um Probably. I run a little-known show, I don't know if you may have heard of it, called Drag Optican in the Britannia... Drag, Drag Optician? Drag Optician? Drag Optician, yes. Okay. okay, so <laughs> I'm assuming this is you essentially go to an optician's um, office and then drag people out while they're getting no, their it's, it's surgery. Like a, it's it's uh, an optician show where drag queens can come and get their eyes tested by other drag queens and you can buy a ticket to be in the audience to watch them get their eyes tested. It's very informative. Just like number one? Or number, number two? One. Number two. Number, number one? Number or two. number two? <laughs> we don't get a large audience. <laughs> I can imagine, especially right now, like an optician's office is rather small. Like... Uh, no, it's, um, my show, uh, my show called, is called Dragopticon, and it, uh, the reason it's called that is because it's performed in the Britannia Panopticon Music Hall in Glasgow, which is, if you don't know, the oldest surviving music hall in the entire world. So it's like a beautiful historical building, which is kind of falling apart a little bit, but our show um, contributes towards um, giving money to the charity that kind of runs it. and. Um, with the hope of trying to be able to restore it back to its former glory. So it's like a, a kind of drag variety show in a, in a sense where we get like a couple, some guests to come on and they perform, mm-hmm. some sing, some dance, some lip sync, some do we acty skits and things like that. And some play live music um, instruments and things like that. Um, stand up 
and all that kind of stuff. And, and all that, it goes towards getting the music hall its needed plastic surgery, yes? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We, we, we split... Um, we split the ticket sale money um, between the acts so that they can get a little something for their time and hard work. And the other half goes back to, to the building to hopefully put in the, the pot that will hopefully fund getting it some heating and getting it a nice new paint job and all different parts that need fixed up. And to hopefully one day restore it back to what it was because it burned down many years ago and you can see that when you go in there like little charred walls and stuff like that but I think that kind of adds to its aesthetic though yeah you might see it but um that's why you have the opticians you know you test their eyes before they come in so they can see all the damage that the building has gone under exactly exactly well as soon as as soon as they've had the laser surgery we put them in there and I'm like what can you see tell me how dilapidated <laughs> this building is <laughs> But yeah, I'm really proud of it because um, I never, I never um, did the show originally. Um, it was that was um, produced and hosted by someone else, and then but they were going to. We were having a chat um, because the audiences weren't there and the performers weren't really up for doing it as such. And they were saying I done the first one and the last one that they did, and the audience numbers were very different. So <laughs> I said to him, I was like, I don't want it to end. And he was like, well, there you go. It's yours. yours now. And now we've been named in the Guardian's top 15 drag events in the whole of the UK, up there with like DragCon and Club Kids. And, uh, so right next to all there is drag opticians. Then you've got, you know, drag doctors, drag nurses, um, oh, drag totally. pediatricians. So for like a wee small local show, I thought that was got a pretty big deal to be up there with the, the mainstream like Rue Girl shows and stuff like that and a list of the best UK drag events. And we were the only Scottish one listed. So take that what you will. We must be doing something right. Mm, very cool. Okay then. So I'm gonna ask you one more question then. Um what's something you're not very proud of? Probably my makeup skills. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. My wig makes my Wait, you're wearing like makeup? Is... I can't even tell. <laughs> I'm not wearing any at the moment. Um, but I'm not exactly known for a queen who is good at looks. And I'm not exactly known for being good at hair. Which is why I tend to wear a lot of just little short wigs. <laughs> Oh, now I get why you test everyone's eyes before they walk in the door. So you put the people with good eyesight at the back and the bad yes. eyes front. Exactly. That's exactly how it's done. Wow. <laughs> that makes so much sense to me. Just realized something. I completely forgot to take your order. I just wrote <laughs> your name on a variety of cups and then stacked them in a pentagram. Um, What were you ordering again? I like it. It's almost like a little art installation here. Yeah. So what was your order again? My order, I would like a hot chocolate with extra whipped cream and marshmallows. Okay, well, I'll give that to the chef, um, and that will be about 10 to 15 minutes. Thank you. It will be cold. Oh, okay. So, um, your hot chocolate is just getting made in the back, but, um, if you're one, um, we've got this new thing that we've been trying out, um, it's called our Daily Blend, um, just while you're waiting, I can quickly whip that up for you. Sounds interesting. Hmm, yeah. Have tried this Daily Blend? Yeah, we had at least one person who semi-enjoyed it, and like my mother always said, if a person gets a semi and enjoys it, everyone should. That's some pretty good knowledge, and I kind of I kind of agree with that. I mean, if one person semi enjoyed it, then it must be good. So yeah, why not? Let's say I'll try anything once, and if you ask me nicely, I might even try anything twice. Okay, so I've just quickly whipped you up um, our daily blend coffee, which is balancing a creative life and a work life. You just want to, you know, take a sip of that. Tell me what your initial thoughts are. Nope. <laughs> um. Balancing my daily work life and creative life. What's your initial taste? Is, is it maybe a little bit bitter in your mouth? Is it sweet? Is it balanced? It's certainly not balanced. <laughs> certainly not balanced? 
Okay. Probably more better than anything. <laughs> how so? How how is your work life balance? Right now, I guess um, it's fine because there's not a lot of um, we can't really do as many shows and creative things and things like that as we once did out in the public before Miss Rona came along. Um, so you know Miss Rona. I do know Miss Rona. She worked here before I got here. It was, it was really scary. She, yeah. And it seems like everyone knows her as well, and that's really intimidating. Yeah, she, she's popular as much as she's a pure bitch. Everyone knows her. I know, right? It's like, I admire how popular we are, but also, like, stay away from me. Yeah, because, I mean, do you really want it? Like, how... How do you ever want to make yourself popular? Do you really want to make yourself popular by um, doing things that people dislike? And making people feel rubbish? Like... I mean, uh, if you want to do that, you can just go on Tiger King. Exactly, exactly. You can feed your husband to some tigers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as you were saying, you, you're struggling with your work-life balance during well, Corona. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. Right now, I'm working from home. Um, I work in an office normally during the day, but um, I haven't. <clears throat> I say I was going to say I haven't been lucky enough to be on furlough, but that's probably not the right choice of words because furlough is not a fun thing for anyone either. Because people are struggling financially and stuff like that to do with it. But the free time, I guess, would be quite nice. But I've not had that throughout throughout this. But and then after work, you're kind of still just stuck in that same room still just stuck in my living room because you can't go out anywhere because we're under a lockdown i mean so i know that feeling i've been working in this cafe and to keep us here for our um 25 hour shifts they do chain us to the desk <laughs> that's not probably good. why it's probably why i have such long conversations with just because you know so. passes so. the time it's i'm also on Coming out from under the counter as well, is that, like, the, are, the ch- are the chains too tight? Oh, don't worry, that's not my blood. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> I hope it's not the blood from the customers after they've finished their drinks. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying... <laughs> yes, um, we used to... Work-life balance was crazy, like, before um, Miss Rona. Actually, I don't know, it'll be a struggle to go back to, I think, because beforehand I was working all day in the office during the day and then most evenings or every at least every other evening you would be coming straight from work to get into drag to go to uh, a show do that and then you're not getting home till like after midnight one in the morning so to go to bed up early to go to work and you almost felt like you never had free time but at the same time it's one of those kind of catch-22 things because you love what you're doing out with work so I guess you're spending your free time doing what you enjoy, but then at the same time you're kind of not because you're working in a sense. But right now, um, it's just work during the day and then sitting in that same living room at night. (laughs) Because we can't go out anywhere. I've just came out this one day to come and check out this coffee shop. (laughs) I'm imagining you just sitting in an armchair with like, Everything moving around you is like the sun rises and falls. No darkness, my old friend. <laughs> just sitting there, completely fake, like emotionless expression. Just sitting yeah, there in the window. <laughs> uh-huh. Seasons start going by. That's kind of how it's going just now. Though my partner Darmageddon and I, um, we did do an online show for a while, um, once a month called Cabin Fever. Um, we stopped it the past couple of months because I feel we feel like um, one we were just getting a bit tired creating all the content and stuff. There's a lot more work goes into on, an online show than you think, um, and also we were just finding that throughout the whole of the UK, I think the, the the kind of demand for the online shows like maybe the novelties kind of worn off. Like I don't really think, especially with maybe more places down south starting to open back up again and people are doing um, shows in public again. I don't know if there's quite the same demand for online shows. We even noticed a lot around here we're starting to stop. And there's still one or two still going on. But we keep threatening to come back um, if we if we can be bothered maybe with yeah, like a that is a very that's a very strong threat. I mean you could threaten anyone with that and they'd give you what you wanted. Yeah, I think so. Um they'll be just so worried about the fact that he's doing another one. Don't do another one, I'll give us anything you want. <laughs> 
That is actually how you're paying for your coffee today. You're promising not to do an online show, and you exactly. get your exactly. <laughs> that is a scheme we have. That is a. That is a. Yeah, it's um. T you give us nine threats, and you get your tenth threat free. It's... Ooh, okay. Gosh, I'll need to keep coming back for that deal. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, we we really enjoyed doing cabin fever. To be fair, there was there were a lot of hard work. Um, a lot of behind the scenes work and trying to come up with new concepts and performances and things using literally just what we have in our own living room and, and try, we were quite literally pushing my little house to its absolute limit of what we could do in terms of an online show and online performances <laughs> um, Okay, so it's the weirdest thing you used in the house while you were yeah making these performance what was the weirdest thing you used oh, oh god we turned the whole living room into basically like a studio and um, you couldn't watch the tv or sit on the couch or anything Every, it was there was literally like a big green screen up and we had lights all rigged up it was the most uncomfortable living room to just spend time in <laughs> and we were like we always thought should we take it down should we take everything down after we've done a show but then we're, like, oh, we're gonna have to set it all back up again next month and then we would just keep it there <laughs> it was so it was so bad um, but yeah that's probably the most it, it certainly disrupted the 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 house quite a bit and um, that's probably the most the biggest thing that we did um, was just completely changing the purpose of our living room, which was meant to be a, a room to sit and chill and relax in, into this like work area. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I understand that. You know, it's really difficult to serve coffee from home, especially when you're chained to the desk that you're meant to be working at. Like, I, I, I deliveries were just a hassle. I essentially just flew it, threw it in the direction of wherever the person was on Google Maps and. <laughs> Sometimes they got it, sometimes they didn't. Most of the time it just scalded someone, like just on the street. Well, I'm interested to see how I'm going to get my hot chocolate. This is this is strange because I don't see any kind of like underground pipes that lead, the, that lead to here that it can come through or what. Oh no, we have no clean water. <laughs> we have no clean water. I'm honestly surprised we have electricity at this point because we have not paid our bill. <laughs> I'm surprised anywhere has electricity at this point, to be fair. So you've been spending a lot of time um, doing your creative stuff in a different format. How do you feel that's going to change when you get to go back and do shows live? Um, well, it's kind of happening already, like I mentioned. like I feel like the demand for online shows has started to kind of dwindle a little bit. Um, there's still people out there who are very, still very loyal to all the shows, which is great. And, we couldn't express how much we love everyone for that. Um, it's, it's so good that everyone still supports them. But there's, we did. There does seem to be a distinct like, decline, I think, in the amount of people viewing them now, um, which is a shame because, and I, I think once things go back to normal, then the online shows might just kind of die a death, which I hope doesn't happen personally. Because it's a, it's a completely different way of getting your art and your drag out there and it's a different type of show from what you see in the live shows and also allows an audience that may not be able to go into bars and things like that an opportunity to um, see the queens that they like and, and the kings that they like and the just queer performers that they like and, and be able to interact with them and be able to see what kind of things that they're putting out there and so I, I think there is certainly a market for it and I think there's a place for it um, even when things go back to normal and I really hope that online shows continue and become just as big and just as popular as the in-person shows. Mm -hmm. Like I think a good thing that happened with the online shows is that they weren't always... Most drag shows happen with a bar, you know? A lot of drag shows I've been to, um, when I'm allowed off from, off from the cafe, um, Actually, we do do drag shows in the cafe. Um, however, they're purely sexual, and no one wears makeup. I think we may <laughs> just be a front for some sex. Hey, count me in if you need. If you need. If you need a host, <laughs> uh, we're not currently um, hiring right now. I'm very sorry. Um, well, I'm leaving. <laughs>
You didn't get your hot chocolate, miss. Oh shit, right, I should stay then. Oh well, okay. <laughs> I'm building up to this, this better taste good. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't have running water, so, you know, this cafe does use a lot of alcohol purely to sanitize things. Um, I'm drunk 90 to 95% of the time. I was wondering what the fumes were. I feel a little tipsy, but yeah, I haven't had alcohol in years, so I don't know what's going on. It must be that. Yes, it's definitely that, but how do you think that is going to affect, um, particularly the audiences that have chosen things like that? Because Alcohol fumes? No, because <laughs> now we've spent a lot of time and we've seen that people can attend drag shows without getting completely plastic. <laughs> How do you think that's going to affect um, people when shows when they go back? Do you think we'll jump to the do one extreme of actually the audience might behave themselves now, or the other of everyone's going to be a riot because they're finally back out and socialising again? I guess it depends on the person. I think there might be a, a bit of both. I think when when things go back to normal, um, the the, the hardcore um, local drag scene fans are going to be so excited to be able to go back and see their favourites in person again and to be fair the performers I think will be the same as well they'll be so excited if not quite nervous to be back and where we love and doing what we do and doing what we love for the people that we love and so I think there's going to be a, there'll be a, a huge like wave of excitement and nervous energy in there which will be great because I think both the audience and the performers will feed off that and um, it all depends on I guess how people channel that energy and if the audience members get too drunk and a bit too excited then it, it could end up being a bit of a riot but then there might be other people that are so excited they just can't wait to see their um, their faves that they're just there they want to soak up and they'll, they'll behave very well and they'll just They'll, they'll sit there and consume every little bit of goodness that you're giving out. So I, I think it depends on the people and depends on maybe the, the venue that they're in, if it's a bit of a rowdy venue and the environment and stuff. I think there'll be a mix of both. There might be some, some crazy rioting and looting and there'll be some people just sitting very classily in their best evening hat with a cup of tea, sipping and taking in every single little moment. I see. I did notice your evening hat that you're wearing right now. It's rather like it. I do like the ostrich feather. It's, it's yeah, rather yeah. nice. It keeps tickling Karen over there, and I don't think being having two glass eyes and being deaf, I don't really think she knows what's happening. It's but, okay. Um, She's drunk as well, so, you know. It Karen is confused, but she looks like she's enjoying herself now. Uh -huh. She's been waiting for an Uber for the past 30 minutes. It's actually quite <laughs> inconsiderate. Inconsiderate of Uber, to be fair. She's keeping her waiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, with that, I think... You, if uh, can, can you just show me your cup real quick? It looks like you've um, finished our daily blend. I have. <laughs> so what did you think of this daily blend in general? Do you think it was interesting? Do you think it was... No, poorly conceived. <laughs> well, it was. I, I enjoyed it. Although, <clears throat> as you can hear, it's affecting my throat. It was very strong. <laughs> yeah, this daily blend was made when I was half cup, so it does have the alcoholic measures in it. It's kind of doing what, what I expected. I can almost feel the diarrhea coming. So it's it's. it's oh, fine. Um, our bathrooms are just to the right of you there. Um, why don't, why don't you go take wee trip to the bathroom and meet him? So, um, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just be careful to avoid the sinks because they are toilet bowl shaped. Um, I don't know why they're made like that. But good luck. <laughs> if you, you just run to the bathroom, we can continue this conversation in a couple minutes. Actually, I'll give you an hour. I'll give you a good hour just to get everything out. Maybe a bit more.
Do you love horror movies? Are you a big slasher movie fan? Or maybe something that goes bumping at night is more up your street? Beyond the Scare is a brand new horror podcast that will go beyond the terror to talk about all things that make you scream. From film to TV, music and more. Join me and Lola Fierce as I talk about horror franchises old and new with a brand new very special guest each week. We'll give you our thoughts on the topic of the week, let you know some fun facts and let you all know that burning question. What's your favourite scary movie? <laughs> so don't miss a brand new episode of Beyond the Scare every Thursday on all streaming podcast platforms. It's time to get fierce and a little bit spooky. <laughs> Boo, run, jump and scream, no matter where you hide you're gonna be seen. This ain't a movie, it's reality. Hunters down and killers all until he finds who he wants. So we better all work together. Um, Sophie, I'm getting a bit concerned here. Um, I feel like I have been here for quite a while now, and I still have not been served my beverage. What's happening oh. with that? Okay, hold on. Let me just uncheck your receipt real quick and just go over and make sure I've got everything noted on there. Um, um, Lanny Dovett, yeah? Lanny Dovett, yeah. cool. Uh, so you ordered a hot chocolate, right? Um, you wanted marshmallows, cream, chocolate, cyanide, um, some dirty water, an old pair of socks. Um, oh, I know why it didn't go through. I haven't asked you what kind of milk you want. Oh, neither you did. Uh-huh. So we actually do something a little bit different here at Cactus. So instead of asking you what kind of milk you want in your drink, we do a sort of test to see what milk you'd actually prefer. It's okay. It's about as scientific as astrology and is about as senseless as an SNL sketch. It's <laughs> it's just how we do things here. I don't know if you noticed, but Cafe Sophie, we do things just a little bit differently. It's certainly interesting <laughs> around here. I don't know how much longer this shop's going to last. <laughs> uh, we're on hallowed ground. There's no way they're getting rid of us. <laughs> I, I have to fight old poltergeist in the back for at least 15 minutes every morning. Poltergeist? You know? Jeez. She's actually this old lady who's homeless and lives in our back thing, and she always tries to steal our beans. She, her <laughs> name is Polter. Well, she's a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had her over for Hanukkah last year. It was very nice. So what kind of milk do you want, Hen? We basically will ask you a wee question. Um, you just tell us how you would deal with the situation, and from that, we'll figure out what kind of milk would best suit you and your lifestyle. So our question for today is, hmm, you have to live the rest of your life wearing one outfit. You can take the outfit off to shower and change, and it always stays clean, but you can't change clothes. What do okay. you wear? I wear my patented glamumu, <laughs> as I call it. My very bright and sparkly gold sequined kaftan that I like to call it a moomoo. Um, because it, it goes for all occasions. You can wear it um, out for a glitzy night out because you've got all the sparkles there. You can wear it lounging around the house because it's basically just a big square of fabric. So you've got all the nice comforts there. Um, it's You don't have to wear anything underneath. And it just Wait, are you choosing not to wear anything underneath? Well, that's for me to know and for others to think that. <laughs> it makes it very like easy a... to go to the toilet. <laughs> it's going to be a high really? chance of flashing, you know? <laughs> flashing strangers in the moon with a big gust of wind. Definitely. Hey, that makes life a little bit more exciting, doesn't it? <laughs> Give people a show, why not? <laughs> but so, yeah, you could wear it to work. It might it'll brighten up people's day and it's not too... It's smart, but it's also casual. I I think that's the perfect um, garment to be wearing all day, every day. 
Every day. Okay. Every Sorry. day. Uh huh. Okay. So I'm not too good. It's like a big nighty. <laughs> exactly. You know. Although I'm a little bit concerned about the nighty. I mean, I'm a little bit concerned about the sequins and stuff. Like, imagine you're like walking into the subway, and he gets caught in it. <laughs> With those sequins, because they catch on everything. Oh, just just wee things like that just make life a lot that a little bit more exciting and dramatic. It make you feel like you're in an action movie trying to get to the the subway and it's just about to go and then you're stuck. Oh my god, are you gonna make it? It's it's just it's 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 the piece of clothing that um, gives you everything, and and also takes everything away. Okay, well let's take a minute to talk about shoes. What kind of shoes you wear in with us? Because you've got to wear this forever, forever. You're dying in this. You're gonna die in this. Floor, Mm -hmm. so you can't really see what I'm wearing underneath. So I could wear something practical, because I'm wearing this all day, every day, forever. Or I could just go full glam with the the glamumu. But that could be that could be uncomfortable. I'm a comfy queen, so I'm just gonna say I would probably just wear like I don't know something comfortable. Like a pair of trainers or like Crocs or Ugg boots or something. Something disgusting underneath that movie. Yeah. I'm imagining yeah. just a thigh-high <laughs> pair of Crocs. Yeah. Thigh-high pair of plastic Crocs under this movie. Yeah. Or like the, the fluffiest pair of Ugg boots, you know? Oh. Oh, that made me vomit a little bit in my mouth. That, that made just the alcohol fumes. The glamorous, sparkly movie you've ever seen. There was some... Beigey brown colored fluffy Ugg boots underneath. I think that's, oh. that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they're warm also, and they're comfortable. <laughs> like, you said a moment, this actually sounds like a really practical idea. Like, imagine being like lost on a desert island. Like, the big sparkly thing, you basically got a thing to advertise your location. Reflect the sun off you, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Exactly. I'm a practical queen, you know? What can I say? <laughs> you know, if you're doing your like, daily shopping in Aldi or something, just shove some stuff underneath that and walk away fine. <laughs> Definitely. It's, 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 the, it's the gift that keeps on giving, is the, the glam moo mm-hmm. The glam The gift that keeps on giving with glam moo <laughs> Let's talk about your stuck for a birthday present, a Christmas present, a Hanukkah present, Easter present, bar mitzvah present for someone. Glamumu. I would highly recommend a <laughs> Okay. So, what kind of hair are we wearing with this? Kind of oh, wig. Well, since we're going practical here, then it'd have to be um, my traditional um, trademark pussycat Karen wigs because they don't Sorry, your Karen. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. Uh, <laughs> They don't get in your She's face. Still here. Uh, nice She's store. still here. <laughs> still in the cafe. And like, Karen here never goes out of style, you know? I mean, we're still talking about it in 2020. There's obviously a reason why there's memes of Karens everywhere, and it's because everyone loves her funky, funky fresh style. Mm-hmm. And, With her glamorous um, so mood thinking, and thigh-high outfits. Yeah, and outfits. Complaining when she gets caught stealing stuff and shoving them down the moon, you know, like, why would you pull me up for that? How dare you? I want to speak to the manager. Exactly. <laughs> like, that would be I'm an wearing. amazing outfit to walk over to the manager in, just sitting at a restaurant, enjoying your meal, just going, oh, would, like, speak it? to the manager, stand up, <laughs> the noise of the sequins hitting the chair behind you, just... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I want to speak to the manager. You couldn't do it subtly, you would have to do it so loudly so the whole restaurant can hear that it goes so quiet and then you you hear that one glass drop and smash and then you hear the baby cry in the other corner. Oh, that that is a problem though, that is a problem with the moo-moo, the noise it makes. Like getting up in the middle of the night when you're lying in bed with your partner, you you go to get a glass of water, if I, if I have to be awake, though, and suffer a lack of sleep, then they have to suffer a lack of sleep, so... <laughs> Suffering together. That's what couples are for. Exactly, that's what all good couples do. <laughs> together. Hashtag, suffer together. <laughs> oh. what we all do. It's, what, it's like, it's been kind of 2020 in a nutshell, hasn't it? 
Hashtag yeah. suffer together. <laughs> so let's go over your outfit choice one more time, and then using our special algorithm, we'll figure out what kind of milk goes in your hot dog. We love so, a good algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, <laughs> Al Gore-Itham is actually um, our CEO. Al, you know, he's not like normal CEOs. He gets the money and then doesn't apologize. Yeah, I'm, I'm still paid below minimum wage, but it's okay because, you know, when we give billionaires money, they give it to other people. That's how economies work. Oh, for sure. Totally. <laughs> Every single time. You put down your sparkly moo-moo, thigh-high Ugg boots. Thigh-high Ugg boots. <laughs> a Karen wig and nothing else. Hell yeah. <laughs> nothing. So... Completely. You laugh now, wait, just give it a couple of months and you're going to see this on the street. People are going to be... That means no underwear. 21 style. That means no underwear either. So you're walking by Aldi, shoving oranges in there and they're just falling out the bottom of the outfit. All right. <laughs> it's the desired effect. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a trail of oranges as you walk home. <laughs> like the Hansel and Gretel, like, trail of um, biscuits. Uh, this was less scurvy because it's orange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So I put that in, and our wee algorithm is saying, hmm, interesting. Camel milk. Camel milk. Camel milk. It would go very well with my camel toe, so that's fine. And you would probably get a camel toe in that moo moo as well. So. Okay, then, well, um, I'm going to have to nip next door to get that. Um, if you could just run the counter for me while I'm gone, that would be great. You're trusting me with the counter? It's okay. You kind of just have to stand here and ask people inappropriate questions for 45 to 50 minutes. It's, it's honestly not that hard. Okay. Well, if you suddenly find that there's money missing, um, don't look at the floor. It didn't, I didn't try and stuff it down the moo-moo. Oh, that's okay. We don't we don't use money to pay for things here. Um, don't worry, you, you'll find out at the end. I actually just come to the realisation that you just said you have a camel next door. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> oh no, it's just at the shop next door. They sell all kinds of milk and stuff. Oh, boo. I want to see a camel. <laughs> I want to sing my humps to the camel. <laughs> Ah, so here you are here. Your hot chocolate with camel milk, bleach, cyanide, um, a dirty old sock, marshmallows and cream. Ah, that noise splashed it right in my face. I told you, that's how we deliver things. Oh God, it burns. Sorry, did you not want it to go? Because I can just put it in a cup. Oh, maybe we could do that. Can we could like squeeze it off my face into the cup. Mm, yeah, I, I can give that a go. Hold on. Um, you know, while we're doing this um i we could play another game if you'd like just to uh, while you're waiting for your coffee okay uh so this is a game i like to call in venti words or less i know that minimal italian makes it sound so fancy i have to say i am loving the puns of this shop it is pandemonium in here and i love for it sorry what pun Oh, they're not puns? I thought they were puns. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's awkward. I mean, Continue. It's, just, it's, just the, it's just the name. It's just the names of things. I, I don't see what's what's funny about them. They're just, they're just what we call them. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> in many words or less, um, I'm going to introduce, I'm going to, we're going to just bring up a topic that somehow might be related to you out of your coincidence, really. I mean, we've never met before. Never? I have no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, a normal working gal in big city. Where? Big we don't know. Which city? No idea. How did I come here? We don't know. Has this shop always existed here? Maybe. To be fair, I feel most people don't want to know. So anyway, <laughs> so basically I'm going to bring up a topic of discussion that might somehow be related to you purely out of coincidence. 
and you get to sum up your opinions on that topic in 20 words or less. Or in Italian, 20 words or less. Yes, it's okay, you are allowed to use your fingers, however, if you go over 20, we do cut out how many fingers you go over. I feel like you said that before. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's so much blood under the counter? <laughs> That's when you go over 20 fingers. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people don't want to play this game. <laughs> hey, as I said earlier, I'll try anything once. Try it. It's- Ask me twice and I'll... No, what was it? I don't know. Something about that? (laughs) Yeah. So, our topic today. How to deal with negativity online. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, How to deal with negativity online in 20 words or less? Mm -hmm. Don't worry. We'll we'll talk through our answer first. So, have you ever Mm. experienced a large amount of negativity online? Who hasn't? If I think if you're online, then it can, sadly, unfortunately, kind of comes part and parcel with the territory. Um, I feel like most people in life would probably be able to think of something that they've received kind of negatively online. It's a horrible part of the social media digital world, isn't it? It's like this new form of childhood bullying that you would receive in the playground, but... Um, without any kind of consequence um, because you're hidden behind your keyboard so there's no... (laughs) To be fair, in real life, when I go and insult people, I do bring a keyboard with me and just hide behind it. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I do in my daily life. (laughs) The kids on the neighbour hall call me Keyboard Karen because I just run around with a keyboard, hide behind it and then... (laughs) I think it's so easy for people to be negative online, though, because, as I say, there's no immediate comeback. People can write as many responses or whatever they, as they want to it, but, like, what are you, what is really... What comeuppance are you really going to get for that? And I think that's why people... Negative people who like to feed off that kind of thing, um, why they do it, because they, they'll, they'll do it once, realise that their their goal to upset said person has has succeeded, it's worked, and they've nothing has come back on them about it. So like um, their life just continues on as usual, whereas the person that they've trolled or whatnot, um, they don't know how it's affected them. So they'll just keep going and going and going. It gets worse and worse and worse. I feel like it becomes a vicious cycle that way. Um, because there is no punishment. I don't know if that's the right word. To use um, for kind of yeah, I would say karma there's very little karma like if you were to walk into this coffee shop and blatantly insult me you'd be losing at least three fingers it, well, it has to be within 20 or less so uh-huh like <laughs> you'd be surprised how wordy some people's insults are but to be fair there is a lot you could insult me for so <laughs> obviously there's a lot of you know, hate you can receive online and things like that. Um, so how do you deal with it? How do you personally? I tend to just not not really take any notice of it, really. Um, so people, I'm sure they do, but um, uh, people can say, sort of do whatever they like. Um, but it's not it's not registering here. Um, I think um, I used to be the kind of person that would uh, allow stuff like that to to get to me, um, but uh, particularly recently I've been of um, quite a mindset, quite a kind of, um, not life changing, that sounds quite dramatic, life set, uh, lifestyle or, mem- or way of thinking, where I'm very much aware of the fact that we only live once and we're only, on, we're only lucky enough to, to have this one life, so why on earth would I allow um, negativity or things that I that cause me harm or upset or whatever to to get to me I'm just because if you just let that dwell on you um, for your whole life which I know is easier said than done um, you're only going to end up regretting it when you're lying on your inevitable deathbed looking back on your life you're going to be like I it's it's about to end and I spent my whole life just dwelling on 
something so stupid. Um, I believe was it um, was it Mark Twain that said um, never never get in a, an argument with someone negative. I think they actually said mediocrity, but I'm, I'm changing it to negative. Never get into an argument with a negative troll because they'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. So <laughs> I kind of take that on board um, because what's the point? You're only going to end up um, going further and further and further down a hole that you can't get out of, that you can't win. Um, if people want to see you or paint you in a particular light, they're going to regardless of the facts or the way or what you say or anyone else's opinions or anything like that. So um, I just tend to not see it, not pay any attention to it and just live my own life being me and if people like me then they like me, if they don't like that then that's their own issue um, I'm the same with everyone as far as I'm aware <laughs> and um, yeah I, I'm, I'm an, I always try and kind of promote kindness and being nice wherever I can because as I say we're only here once so why would we why should we spend so much of our time being mean or nasty or negative when our whole lives could be so much better and richer if we were all just kind to one another. It's just, it's silly. I always, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of rambling there, but I always kind of see it as like, the, the simplest way to put it is if you look at dogs. We all know dogs, right? Man's best friend, we love them. <laughs> I don't know, I'm more of a chinchilla person. <laughs> you know how some people are dog people and other people are chinchilla people? I, I get that, I get that. Chinchillas are cute too. Um, not we mine. Have... It's a hairless jello. Dog. Yes. Dogs are animals. Just like us. We may not we, we may not think it, but we're animals that just roam this earth as well. We just happen to be lucky enough to be the animals that develop conscious thought. Um, but if you look at dogs, it doesn't matter what kind of dog it is. Big dogs, little dogs, they're all different breeds, different kinds. They all look different. Um, different colours of fur. Um, all that kind of stuff. When a dog sees another dog, regardless of what it is, um, they instantly see a new best friend and instantly are happy to see them and have a good butt sniff. So, so your the, solution to dealing with hate online is to sniff other people's butts? Exactly. So uh, I, basically, I just I don't see why, um, it, as humans, we can't, we don't have, we can't, humans who have conscious thought, so we're smarter than dogs, um, and other animals, how we can't get our heads around um, not being able to see, although everyone's different, everyone's unique, everyone's got different skin colours, hairstyles, sizes, fat, thin, ages, genders, um, races, sexualities. I don't understand how we can't just see, inside all those differences, we all have one big same, and that's that we're all human. So we're all the same thing, despite all our differences, just like different breeds of dogs and different colors of dogs and things like that. They're different breeds, but all deep down, they're the same. They're just dogs. So why are, why can humans not have that same kind of um, way of seeing people in the world? Um, that's kind of how I look, a long-winded way of, how I, of explaining how I look at life and how I kind of deal with negativity i guess <laughs> well that that's a very that sounded very very nice um how Probably about and um, said it a lot quicker and maybe short it's okay it, it's here's your here. chance to right now invent two words or less how do you deal with hate online um block report delete negativity and be more like dogs Nine words. Nine words, okay. So you've answered in less than 20 questions, so I now have to give you 11 fingers. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm excited for this. I heard that, I heard that there was a, a rumor going about that that's part of the, part of the, um, the thing here. So yeah, a lot of people do get fingered in here. It, it's a problem, honestly. A lot of people get fingered. It's rather <laughs> I would concerning. Say that's a problem. I would say that's, uh, that's something that should be offered more. 
Okay. Oh, and we do look at that. That's your hot chocolate ready. Here's your coffee and a free finger. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm talking about the chocolate biscuits. You know that, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's your hot chocolate. Um, as I said, we don't pay with money here, and since you didn't, you didn't go over twenty words. I guess you get to keep your extra fingers. Yay. Um, say if anyone was listening into this right now, um, where would they be able to find you on stuff like social media or any projects you were working on? Well, if people are still listening to me after this length of time, I'm going to say I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, they're forced to. <laughs> you said, after talking so much about how we're only here once, you just wasted an hour or so of your time listening to my ramblings? <laughs> You could have been living your dreams. You could have been following your passions and your goals. Do that. And anyway, I'm following my passion right now. I always want to be an underpaid barista ever since I was little. I was going to say, but also make sure that that one of your passions is to keep listening to this podcast because it's awesome. Uh, What's a podcast? I um uh mm, I don't know. She's really we're going just... for that. <laughs> We're just in a cafe right now. We're in a cafe. I know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying alcohol fumes on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think yeah. they're messing with your head a bit. I think, I think maybe you should, you know, give your details about how to contact you. And I think I should, and then we can call an ambulance because I think I might collapse in with these fumes and the things that I have drank in here. Um, so, if you want to follow me on any social media account, if you have them, no room for negativity, as we mentioned. So if you're gonna, if you're following me for that, then you can complete, completely just not do that, because um, you're not gonna get anything back from me. It's a waste of your time. Um, I am. I think Alana Duvet official is my like page on Facebook. Um, that's Duvet spelled D-U-V-E-Y because I can't spell. Um, I'm Alana Duvet, all one word, on Instagram, and I think you can search me on YouTube, I have a YouTube account and it's got like a whole bunch of my online performances that I've been doing for different shows on there, if, you, if that interests you, just search for Alana Duvet on YouTube, um, Dragopticon has a YouTube page, and it's also got uh, Instagram, I think it's drag underscore opticon, um, has a Facebook page as well, just search the Drag Opticon show on Facebook. Um, our other shows, Drag 101 and Mascara, they have Facebook pages as well. Um, just be sure to follow them, follow us on them all and you'll keep up keep up to date with what I'm up to. Um, and if that interests you, then Babby do. Wonderful. Well, you know, it, since you're leaving, if you want to follow me on any social medias, um, you could follow me on Instagram at sofe underscore queen. That's S-O-O-F-A-E underscore queen. I I know you're, we're just talking to each other right now, but I always like to spell out my name because don't you just hate it when people misspell or mispronounce your name, especially Ooh. when they're writing it down. It's completely. Honestly, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Anyway, it was lovely to meet you, Lani. Um, please enjoy your day. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> this has been super fun. I must come back and do it again sometime soon once I've recovered from all the ailments that I have inevitably picked up from this place. Uh -huh. Good luck finding us. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Café Sofé. Café Sofé is an unscripted interview podcast featuring guests every single week. Our special guest this week was Alana Duvet, who recorded this in the comfort of our own home because of COVID-19 restrictions. Alana Duvet is a talented performer in Glasgow and lives in East Kilbride. She recorded this with a cat sitting on her lap and a glorious boomu on the floor. If you would like to follow Alana Duvet, follow her on Instagram, like her on Facebook, and try and follow her YouTube channel. The links will be in the description. I've been your host for this week, Sophie So Fierce. 
If you'd like to follow me, follow me at Sophie underscore Queen on Instagram. And if you would like to be part of the podcast, please contact me at Sophie underscore Queen on Instagram. This podcast is just getting started, but we're really enjoying where it's going so far. If you would like to listen to this podcast a whole week early and also hear new unheard content before, join us on Patreon. For our lowest tier, you receive everything a week earlier and also get updates on the lives of all of our guests, including myself. Thank you all very much for listening. And if you would like to support us, please feel free to do so. Follow us on Patreon at Cafe Sophie.